now. News and issues important to you from across the trucking world. It's Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. Travis, you know, one of the great things about doing this radio show is that we can have folks on from anywhere all across North America. Now, I do the show from my home here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Charles is in D.C. He is at the Sirius XM World Headquarters there. Uh, Casey Phillips, of course, is in Nashville. Meredith and Chris are in New York City. So we can bring folks together from pretty much all over to help get information out to you out there on the road and that's what i do here on the program during my segment every monday through friday two to four eastern i bring you news traffic and weather and fun features guys like three under 30 i wanted to bring this segment back ladies and gentlemen i wanted to take a few minutes out and talk with three people that are under the age of 30 in the trucking industry and you know we often talk about the uh, aging of the driver population we often talk about folks that are getting ready to retire and i thought it might be a lot of fun uh, to get a fresh perspective of those that are under 30 that are in trucking. What is it like for them to be in trucking? What are some of the things that they've got to deal with on a daily basis, day in, day out? What do they have to do uh, to make sure that drivers, you know, stay out there on the road and uh, take care of everything that they need uh, to make sure that their job gets done? And I'm going to bring on board uh, four great folks from Crete Carrier. First up, I've got Tamira Jackson, and she is a millennial that is under the age of 30, and she is is in the uh, Marietta, Georgia area, the greater Atlanta area. She's a terminal fleet manager and Southeast Regional Operations Manager. And Demira, I want to welcome you to the program. Good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Also want to introduce Jessica Byrne, and she is a senior marketing specialist, and she has been with Creek Carrier. Uh, since 2013, after leaving a marketing position in high-end jewelry, and she is a senior marketing specialist, and she holds a variety of roles, including the lead writer for company content and social media platforms. And Jessica, I want to welcome you to the show. Good afternoon to you. How are you today? Hi, Mark. I'm good. Thanks for having me. Outstanding. Thank you for joining us. And also, Kevin Steele is on the phone with me, and he is the maintenance supervisor uh, for the Kansas City Drivers Center for Crete. He's been with Crete now for five and a half years. He started out as a reaper tech, and then he did that for over a year and a half. And from there, Kevin, you what transitioned to weekend shift foreman, and then you eventually moved your way up, correct? And that welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Mark. Yeah, that's exactly right. It is good to chat with all three of you. And also on the on the phone with me, I've got uh, Tim Ashoff, and he is the boss at Crete and Schaefer. And, uh, Tim, it's good to chat with you. Before we get started with the, uh, you know, the three under 30, I want to welcome you back to the program, good sir. And I'll tell you, these three that we've got on the panel for today are shining, shining examples of, you know, the good things that are happening out there in the trucking industry. You've got a great crew there. Talk about them, uh, how proud you are of what they do. Well, yeah, it's very proud to have a, a number of great people all across the country, as your as your intro said. And trucking, uh, has, you touch people from all across the country, and, and we're lucky enough as a company to have facilities across the country. And one of the parts I love about my job is getting out to those facilities and meeting uh, great people like the, like the three we have on here, and, and uh, you know to get to know them. And again, as we've talked before, you know, trucking industry, there's there's a lot of things that go into this industry, but the best part of it all is the people. Although today, as I'm thinking about it. The worst part of it for me is I'm not one of those 330 anymore. So. 
right. Absolutely. Same thing for me. I'm well north of 30, so I totally understand that feeling. Well, and again, it's uh, when you talk with you know folks that are under 30, they've got uh, a tremendous amount of enthusiasm, don't they, for their for their jobs. They're excited about the industry, what the future may hold. There's some great opportunities for those that are just getting into the industry as well. Absolutely. And with a lot of these people, we, we start talking about, you know, how do you get into trucking? And, and certainly when when we started to get in the industry, uh, Mark, and we, no one ever went to college to get into trucking or, or sure. uh, you know, said, hey, what, you know, a lot of it was a lot of people, even when they were, you know, getting through high school and otherwise thinking, uh, well, I'm going to go out and become a, an over the road truck driver. That just isn't something that that you thought about. A lot of people did that have family in the business and then they would become drivers. But not many people thought about, well, what else is there in trucking? Uh, you know, is a, I don't realize, you know, what what do you need people in the office for? You know, they, they don't move the freight. And, and uh, you know, what do you need somebody in marketing for? What is it? They're not hauling the freight. And then and certainly uh, uh, out in the shop, I think people maybe understand that a little bit better about, uh, you know, certainly servicing the equipment. But people forget about all the great things there are in the trucking industry as a whole. Uh, certainly you've got a, a lot of great people that are your listeners that are driving out there every day. But then all the rest of us that kind of go to create the one team that, that helps uh, everyone get their day-to-day work done. And we couldn't really do it if it wasn't a team. I think uh, your drivers out there would, would acknowledge that, too, that without having, you know, good good terminal team there, a good shop team to support them, and then certainly good people back in the office to make sure they have the loads lined up for them and, and everything else that they need, um, their day would be much more difficult. And, and that's the part where I, I think your, your features are really nice to, to let people know that, uh, yes, while it is a, it is a big job to, to you know, move that load of freight from point A to point B, uh, there's a lot more to that, and there's a lot of great people in this industry. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Tamira, let me start with you. And uh, again, welcome to the program. You've been with a company now for two years and uh let me ask your age how are you how uh, old are you what is your age i am 29 okay you're 29 and you've been with creed for two years and you started out as a southwest regional asset manager dispatch back in 2015 and then you worked your way up uh continuing to climb the corporate ladder so to speak talk about this i mean being you know somebody that is say under 30 uh the sky's the limit with this right what what made you get into trucking what uh, made you take a look at trucking to begin with um well right out of school um i actually worked with a ltl carrier um right out of school and it kind of was just on a whim i applied to a couple of places and and got in um <clears throat> started there and, you know, really enjoyed it, ended up moving out of the state, um, so got into a different area of transportation, um, enjoyed it, but I, I kind of felt like I wanted to get back into the trucking industry. I had a lot of fun there. It was, um, it, it was just something that I gravitated towards, um, so I actually saw a posted for Crete one day, and um, I applied there and, and got in, and, and yeah, started out as a Southeast Regional Asset Manager, or, uh, basically in the operations department, um, and kind of worked my way up in the, the two years that I've been here, and you know, I um, became the terminal manager back in February. Oh, goodness sake. So uh, you, you talk with a lot of drivers every single day by phone or maybe uh, in person out there. What would you like folks to know about your job, those that are listening uh, to you, what is a normal day like? Uh, probably every day is different, no doubt about that. But I mean, you know, you deal with drivers, you maybe help them take care of the issues out there. There's a whole lot more to this, and maybe a lot of folks might realize. What do you tell folks what you do? Break your day, your day down for them. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, there is a lot of uh, the behind-the-scenes um, kind of workings of um, how that load gets from point A to point B. So uh, my job just kind of consists of uh, making sure uh, we're having that communication between the driver and um, operations, um, and then also making sure that, um, you know, the loads get from point A to point B, checking on the driver, seeing where they're at. Um, but also, you know, not only that, but we're here for the drivers as well. And that's one thing I want, um, I would love for the drivers to understand that um, we have a great position here at the terminals to where we can actually spend a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time with them, talk to them, uh, make sure that they're getting what they need from us, whether it be um, checking into things regarding their pay, checking into um, um, issues maybe they uh, need to go out on a medical leave or a personal, you know, whatever the case is, um, just kind of really making sure that we are taking care of them. Um, they do such a great job for us, you know, hauling the freight and making sure they're getting to these places on time. We have great drivers, so, you know, we're in place here to make sure that we can help them. Um, so there's a little bit more behind the scenes, you know, without diving into every, you know, minute path um, here, but it's uh, just really making sure that we are helping them along their journey here. I, I got to ask you, I mean, uh, obviously you might hear from uh, drivers that have been out there maybe 30, 35 years, and they might, they might say, okay, well, golly, you know, 29, I mean, you're a baby. Uh, you know, just uh, being 29 years of age and, you know, you, uh, I know a whole lot more than you do. I've been out here 30 some odd years. What do you say to those uh, that, you know, may think, okay, you know, you're, be, you're, you're 29 and, you know, you really don't have experience. Uh, what do you say to drivers like that, to folks like that? You know, that, that doesn't really bother me. I've heard it. Um, but uh, the big thing is, you know, I'm here to do a job. I'm, you know, selected to do a job, and that is to help you. Um, and if you let me, I'm more than capable, and I'm more than happy to do so. Um, so, honestly, what I do is I don't combat that. A lot of them have, is, you know, it's the truth. A lot of them have been driving longer than I've been on earth. And I understand that. Sure. Um, my approach more is, you know, well, tell me about it. Let me know. Enlighten me. Maybe, sure. you know, you can teach me something along the way. And, and in turn, I can help out the other drivers here because they are very knowledgeable. Um, so it's, I don't really take it as a, uh, you know, I don't take offense to it. I understand it. But, um, you know, if you give me the opportunity, I can assist you in what you need. Oh, outstanding. So it's what? communication uh, is what it boils down to. So maybe uh, hearing somebody's concerns or, you know, hear their ideas out, but also, too, that, uh, you know, they should be listening to you as to what you've got to say as well. And, and Jessica, it is that communication, that two-way street, uh, in other words, that uh, helps facilitate your job as a senior marketing specialist. You've been with Crete since 2013, and you've held a variety of roles in the company, including lead writer for the company content management of the social media platforms, implementing strategic marketing plans based on the needs of driver recruitment and throughout the organization. I would imagine a lot of this uh, information that you utilize in connection with your job, a lot of the information, ideas, thoughts, or suggestions, come from the drivers themselves, don't they? Yeah, they do. You know, um, one of the big things, my job's very, you know, I'm not on the radio, but a lot of what I do is very similar to kind of what you do, Mark, where we're, I get the really fun part of it. I get to talk to drivers who are excited to be on our social media page or, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, maybe not excited, but have a problem to solve. And then I get to work with other people throughout the company to get that problem solved. So, um, you know, communication is is a big role, and over the past, I would say, 10 years, but really the past five years, 
the way people communicate now isn't just picking up the phone and calling. So not every driver is going to call into a terminal, but they may be having an issue and they may come to Facebook and say it, or they may come to Twitter and say it. And so I want to make sure that I'm there to monitor that and be there to get that conversation to the right person or help answer it myself if I can. But most of the time it's getting it to the right person to help solve that problem and let them know like, hey, we are listening. We want you to know that you're not just being thrown to the side. I, your problem, is, we're trying to solve your problem as quickly as we can and get you back on the road. Um, because that's really, that's really what, at the end of the day, the job of... Um, the company is to move freight from point A to point B and making sure our drivers are happy and safe and, um, you know, doing the job that they're set out to do and able to do that job. It, it takes a, a big effort from everybody in the company. And I think that's sort of where marketing falls in. We're sort of that catch all that kind of helps fill in the gaps throughout everywhere to make sure that the communication is flowing. Absolutely. So you're a problem solver, in other words. I mean, your job is, of course, to communicate across the various media platforms, but if somebody's got an issue uh, or a concern, that's where you step in. I mean, if you see something on, uh, say, Facebook, for example, and you can maybe refer that person on to the, uh, you know, the proper department or maybe refer them on to some, you know, procedure that they may, uh, may find helpful out there. So your role is taking on not only a communication uh, aspect, but also a problem-solving aspect as well. And, and that's yeah. got to give folks, yeah, I think, I, a tremendous amount of reassurance, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, it gives them, they know that they've got many options of communicating with the company. Um, one of the great things we've started doing, we're also trying to kind of be ahead of the game, too, and provide them information that they would be seeking out but maybe don't just need at this minute. Um, one of the great things we've been doing and we've seen a lot of success with, um, we've been doing live videos on Facebook. Tim participated in them a few times. Yes. Um, where, you know, we give company updates and let them know what's going on um, inside the walls of the company so that, you know, they can be better prepared for their job and kind of know what's coming forth. And we've had great um, responses to that type of communication. And, it, you know, it, it, is, it is a very different type of communication than, you know, what the traditional um, driver is probably used to. It's not a Qualcomm message. It's not anything right. like that. It's definitely, you know, something that's on a social platform. It's out there. Um, so it's kind of a fun way for us to communicate. It's sort of a live way where they can ask questions and, um, Tim or whoever's participating can answer them immediately. So, um, you know, we try to head that off too, where we provide them information that would be helpful for them, um, before the problem even arises. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think Kevin Steele, you know, when here, when you're listening, uh, to these, your two colleagues here, men, I'll tell you what great inspiration, right? I mean, they're under 30 and they're bringing such a sense of enthusiasm and a passion for the, the industry itself in helping drivers and getting the messaging out out there. And that, I think, is also what you do, being the maintenance supervisor out of the Kansas City Driver uh, Center. You worked for Crete for five and a half years, started out as a reefer tech and did that for over a year and a half. Then you went to weekend shop foreman. You eventually moved up uh, to a day shift foreman at the Kansas City, Missouri shop out there. And when you look back over your five years that you've been there, did you ever think that you would get into trucking in the first place? How did you wind up uh, getting into trucking to begin with at your age? Well, that's a good question. Actually, I started out in the, uh, in the military. I was in the Navy, did that for four years. And uh, once I got out from that, 
I actually wanted to go to school, so I started going to school, and I wanted, I actually had a child, and yeah, so couldn't just go to school full-time, uh, so I had to get a job, so that's when I came to Crete and started doing, and working here, and no, I, if, if you would ask me five years ago, did I think I would still be, I would say no, but what I tell everybody about Crete in general is that it's just like a family environment, I absolutely love it. Um, I absolutely love working here, and so I mean, I actually went to school for you know more industrial maintenance stuff, and and uh, so, but um, I I absolutely love my time that I've spent here so far. Yeah, and you know the uh, some of the other messaging points here. I wanted to get you to comment as well. Uh, what I'm hearing is that communication is at the heart of this. You know, talking with the drivers, taking care of their needs, listening uh, to suggestions out there. That's what millennials can bring to the table. Correcting that, a fresh approach, a fresh perspective, listening, and then taking action with things that need to be taken care of, correct? Absolutely. It's actually kind of uh, funny because I um, it actually it kind of happened organically, but um, one day that we were actually a little slow here at the shop, and I actually jumped onto Crete's Facebook page and posted on there about us being a little slow that day, <laughs> and uh, if anybody actually, you know, in the area, you know, needed some work done, you know, any of the drivers, and from there, it actually kind of spawned into, there's a bunch of, like, Crete driver Facebook pages, and um, I'm, I jump on there quite a bit and help them out with any issues they have. I mean, they, I've had drivers call me at night when I'm at home or 1 oh, o'clock in the morning and that's great. talk them through issues. Well, you know, absolutely, and, and they know that uh, there's a safety net there that you're going to take care of what uh, they need. Uh, i got a break, guys. I'm coming up on traffic and weather, and, uh, man, a great conversation. Guys, this is the 3 Under 30 segment. I wanted to bring on board three millennials that are under the age of 30. Talk about what life is like for them. Being a millennial in the trucking industry, we often hear, guys, a lot of stories about, you know, the uh, retirement age for the truck drivers out there. There's a lot of folks that are getting ready to leave. But, man, there is some fresh new talent that is coming into the industry, and they are making some big, big waves here. Wanted to get your thoughts on that. I've got Tamira Jackson on the phone with me, Jessica Byrne. I've got Kevin Steele. And uh, drivers, uh, if you've been out there maybe 20, 30 years or more, what advice can you give to the millennials? What would you say to the millennials out there that are starting out of the industry? Let's open up that dialogue. And if you are a millennial driving a truck right now, what are your experiences like? Want to get your feedback? Why did you get into trucking, say, at 25 or if you're under 30? I've got Tex coming up first in Minnesota. Wants to talk about his experiences as a millennial. First of all, let me update traffic and weather this minute right here on Sirius XM. This is Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. All right, guys, you know, you often will read about the graying of the truck driver population. Uh, so many of you guys are maybe in your mid-50s, early 60s, and you're thinking about retiring. We often hear about driver retirement, turnover. We hear about, you know, driver churn and things like that. But we really don't spend a lot of time talking about the newcomers, you know, the ones that are up and coming in the trucking industry. The segment that I've got on board is called Three Under 30, and this is talking with three individuals, three millennials that are under the age of 30 working in a trucking organization. Why do they get into trucking? What do they like about it? What are some of their concerns? You know, some great, great folks on. I've got Tamira Jackson on board, Jessica Byrne, and Kevin Steele. And they are three 
under 30. What would you like to say to them, guys? I mean, if you've been out there maybe 20, 30 years, any advice or recommendation that you can give to them uh, and vice versa? You know, maybe there's some messaging that they can maybe pass along to you guys about the importance of that two-way communication street. It's a partnership. No question about that. Uh, let's go to Tex, who's going to be first up on the phone with us. And Tex, welcome to the show. You are a millennial, sir, correct? Yes, sir. How old? 24. Oh, goodness sakes. Okay, what do you do? Are you long haul, regional? What do you do? Um, Walmart dedicated. Okay, Walmart dedicated. What made you get into trucking? What are your thoughts about it? Uh, I was on the side of the street and I had nowhere to go. And I've always wanted, I always looked at big trucks and fell in love with them. And that's what I wanted to do most of my life. Okay, great. So you went to, uh, you applied, got the job out there. Now, what are your thoughts about it? Do you like being out there, you know, bringing new ideas to the table? I mean, what, what do you like best about being in trucking as a millennial? Just see different stuff every day. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you see stuff I every day. Now, do you talk with some of the older drivers? You know, what do, what do they say? I mean, you go maybe into a truck stop. Uh, do they talk about the regulations, about, you know, maybe maybe hanging it up? I mean, what do you hear from some of the older drivers? What do they tell you? Uh, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Okay, so to, okay. Uh, so would you like to maybe have them, maybe they, it would be nice if they maybe communicate more uh, with you. Do they kind of look at you and go, okay, you're just a young guy. You know, we're not going to really talk with you. Yeah, they, they just shrug me off because I'm... I look young, and I'm only 24. Okay, but I you're not going to get you're not going to get like I was going to say you like two and a half years. Okay, well that's that's good. I mean that's that's a good record, but you're not going to get discouraged by that, are you? I mean the fact that uh, you know you look young. I mean that, you know that can work to your advantage. I mean believe me, being somebody in their late 50s like me, uh, but I mean you're in a situation though where you can learn. And go forward. You're not going to let, you know, folks maybe not talking to you that much discourage you. You're not going to get out of the business, are you? No, I, I love this job. Okay. I, okay. I'm, I'm waiting till my daughter turns probably five years old. That way I can bring her on the road during the summer. And oh, how, here. how fun. And you have a wife back home. Sir? You have a family back home. You got a you got a daughter. You have other family back home somewhere. I got a wife and a daughter. Okay, great. Okay, very good. And and they're proud of what you do, right? Yeah, my my wife's dad. He drove trucks for thirty years. He just got out of it. Okay, so he retired. Was he an inspiration for you? Yeah, he he told me to get into it. Good career. Every and time I got a question or anything about truck driving, I call him up any time, day, night, help me out what he can. Okay. Outstanding. It's it's good you have somebody that you can call like that. And Tex, I appreciate you calling, man. It sounds like you got a great future ahead of you. And, uh, you know, Tim, when you hear uh, somebody say of that age, you know, that is kind of undecided about where to go, you know, what does the future hold? Uh, man, trucking is a good way to get started in a career, and a career that could go for an entire lifetime, right? 
Absolutely. Uh, you know, trucking is always going to be here. Uh, we need to move uh, freight across the country. And as you've heard from today, there's many different jobs in trucking, whether, you know, we have a lot of people that start out in many different roles. Some start out as, as a driver. And even then, you know, after a period of time, move into the office. We've even had some go the other way. We've had some people working out in our terminals that uh, got to know the drivers and, and got to understand some of the freedoms and the benefits of that job that they decided to, get, to go out and become a driver as well. There's just a lot of different great opportunities here. And I think it's great job security, both uh, out on the road and, and at one of the offices, just because it is uh, so much a part of our economy here in the U.S. and, and, and will be that way, I think, for, for our lifetimes and even the lifetimes of these under 30. So uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, I got a break. Is there a, a website? Uh, Tim, the drivers can find you guys. Look up information about this, uh, Facebook, social media. How can they reach out to you guys as well? Sure, yeah. Take a look at us at, uh, on our Facebook pages. There's a Creek Carrier page. There's a Schaefer Trucking page. Uh, or out on our website, you can go to creekcarrierjobs.com or schaeferjobs.com and look at all the information about both the uh, driving and the office and shop jobs we have available. All right. I got a break, guys. Uh, hold on. I got to do traffic news and weather. And I've got some folks that are holding that want to share their experiences as a Millennial drivers, I got a great feature on right now. It's called Three Under Thirty, and this is an opportunity to bring on board three folks that are under the age of thirty, uh, so they can talk about their life as a millennial in the trucking industry. In other words, what is it like for somebody thirty and under to be in trucking? So much great interest here, guys, among the millennial uh, population about getting into trucking. And as you heard from Tamira, Jessica, and Kevin. Uh, there's some great opportunities here. I want to talk more about that, about where it's going to go uh, from this point forward. First, so bottom of the hour. That means I've got to do news right now here on Sirius XM. Back to Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. Drivers on the phone with me. I've got Kevin Steele, Jessica Byrne, and Tamira Jackson. They are three under the age of 30. They are millennials, ladies and gentlemen, and they work for Crete. And I wanted to bring them on board for this segment, 3 Under 30. It's an opportunity for you to maybe chat with those that are under the age of 30 about why they are in trucking. We hear often about, you know, the graying of the driver population. A lot of folks may be retiring or going on, but there's not a lot of information or news stories out there about the up-and-coming stars, you know, the ones that are really going to be leading the way going forward for the trucking industry. And Tamira, thank you. Jessica, appreciate you joining us. And also Kevin Steele, thank you, sir. And, you know, I was going to ask you, I was thinking about this during the break, you know, the fact that you are now the uh, day shift foreman at the Kansas City, Missouri shop, I've got to imagine being a millennial that you are very attracted to technology, you know, Everything that you can put your hands on that is technology or digitally based is probably in that shop. Is that one thing that makes it very attractive for you uh, to stay there and to grow with the company is the fact that uh, there's a lot of a lot of cool toys that you can get your hands on to help problem solve? Uh, yeah, that definitely makes it uh, um, much easier um, to you know, get the job done and, you know, I mean, even not just uh, the drivers, but uh, a lot of our techs are uh, older and have never really messed with computers before. So, I mean, that's uh, a challenge every day, trying to uh, walk them through, you know, just even how to use a computer, not let alone, you know, getting into, like, the diagnostics and yeah. for the inter you know, for internationals and freightliners and things like that. It's got to be a lot of fun, though, I mean, because you are literally on a hunt. Uh, so to speak, trying to find that problem, you know, to get that vehicle out there because, man, the longer that thing is uh, on downtime, the costlier it is for the company and for that driver, right? 
Absolutely. This is just the best way. I mean, this is exactly how we look at it. That uh, if, a driver, if a driver is sitting in here or a truck sitting in here, then it's not being productive. And, and um, you know, without without them, we don't have a job. So um, our job every day is to try to, you know, get the truck in and out, you know, the best, you know, quickly as possible, but also safe. So that driver can, you know, get home to his family at night as well. Absolutely. Jessica, from your vantage point as well, you know, being under 30, uh, that, uh, man, you were probably born with an iPod in your hand or, or an iPhone. <laughs> you know, that's what a lot of the uh, uh, the millennials are like. They grew up with that, right? I mean, grew up with that kind of technology. Everything's digital. Everything fits into the palm of the hand. Uh, so this was a natural fit for you to be uh, in charge of the social media platforms, implementing the strategic marketing plans. I mean, word of mouth is good, but man, the, uh, you've got to have those social platforms and the computer technology to drive the messaging even further, right? <laughs> yes. Well, I did grow up with a rotary phone, so I will tell you, and <laughs> dial-up internet. I grew up in a small town on a farm, so I do know what those are. Sure, <laughs> but, sure. But yes, technology is, is huge for us, and you know, um, I think one of my favorite things that technology has allowed us to do, and it's one of the newer things we've been rolling out, is we just started doing my Crete story and my Schaefer story. And we've asked um, like Crete drivers, Schaefer drivers, hunt drivers to send in their story, and not just drivers, office and shop as well, just to record a you know two-minute video telling us why they got into the trucking industry, what's kept them in the trucking industry, why they're working for us. And we really don't give them anything other than that because we just want to hear sort of what their story is. And so technology has really allowed us to do that. And it's been one of probably one of the funnest projects I've worked on. And so it's one of the things I'm most excited about that technology has really allowed us to do. We get to know so many of the people that we don't ever get to see face to face, or at least I never do. So it's been really fun for me to see those. Yeah, absolutely. And I bet you've heard some or seen some great stories, uh, you know, about drivers sharing their experiences out there. Uh, any any one story that might stand out that, uh, man, you, th you might think, okay, wow, this is a great story to maybe tell. Any stand out to that effect? Yeah, we've had a few that have been really, really good. We had one driver send us um, a video talking about how he, uh, I believe he was missing what he was born without one of his arms. And so just... Um, how he got into driving and how technology has really helped him do his job and be successful. And, you know, it was a really just a great story that you, I would have never known that we had a driver out there that had, you know, that had yeah. been through something like that or, you know, and so it was just really cool to hear. And he seems like a great guy. Um, he seems like a really down to earth, just fantastic guy. And he was actually younger as well. He was, um, he didn't say his age, but I'm guessing, in the millennial range so um it was a really fun story to hear and we've had a few other ones that were great we had one guy that was playing like mariachi music in the background and oh, cool. was new to driving but has his <laughs> master's degree and that's really cool thing well that's wonderful and, and i've also got to imagine uh uh, from your vantage point, Tamara, that, uh, man, when you hear from drivers, they've got such great stories to share. Uh, and you deal with them every single day, you know, being the uh, the Marietta Terminal Manager in the Southeast uh, Regional Operations Center. A lot of inspirational stories. That's what makes this job worthwhile, uh, you know, is hearing those stories, knowing that they're great folks as part of the organization and as part of the trucking industry overall, right? Absolutely. Um, I think that's one of the great things about Crete. Um, just
just having those platforms, we get to know them. So they feel like they're just not a number, you know, they're not this truck number, they're a person. And we get to actually have those, you know, the creep stories and listen to them and have them come in here and tell us about their stories. It's, it's been, it's been amazing. It's been a great journey here. All right, let's go to the phones. We got a lot of folks that are holding. They want to share uh, their stories. Let's go to Lamar first up in Georgia. Lamar, welcome to the show. Are you a millennial, sir? Oh, I don't really like to go by the name millennial, <laughs> but I guess if you guys got that name, I got to go by it. <laughs> well, what do you think? You're uh, you're in the trucking industry. How long have you been in, in the industry so far? Um, I've been out here about, about two years now, and I absolutely love it out here, man. Wow, great. What do you like about it the most? What, what's, uh, what's the best part of it? Man, I think the best part of it is it, it'll be money-wise and it'll be traveling because, you know, I get to see a lot of places. I mostly do uh, dedicated over-the-road from Michigan to Texas, and I'm in and out of Texas all the time. I love it, man. Yeah, and, and you're going to make this a career, it sounds like. you want to stay behind the wheel for the entire career, or do you maybe want to maybe move into, uh, maybe say, the shop or move into the office or work social media or manage a terminal? No. What's your what's your goal? No, no, man. I want to I want to retire trucking because I wanted to drive trucks since I was like five or six years old. So I think you know I, I'm a, I'm a retire from it, man. I absolutely love doing this job, and man, I I don't want to do anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I appreciate the call, Tim. And you know, stories like that are great. There's great opportunities to be in the office and work behind the scenes but man you know when you find a driver that wants to make a a career out of it um, you know make it a 30 40 year deal man those guys are worth their weight in gold aren't they absolutely and the good thing to hear about that though is it's it's he's found something that he loves and i think in no matter what job you're in that's what you need to do because you know life's too short to to just uh, punch the time clock as they say you need to go and you need to find something that you love and then that is the good thing about this industry uh, there's so many dis- different aspects of it uh, that you can find your right fit and when you do find that job that you love hey stick with it and go out there and have fun every day that's that's what it, we should be doing and that's what we hope we can provide for people or jobs like that they can find a home uh, where they're doing a job that they love and and you know make make uh, as you mentioned uh, before to make to make some good money and see the country and if we can do that that's what's really satisfying to us yeah absolutely you know that's part of uh, being the millennial that you got your future ahead of you like that gary is going to be next up in utah gary are you a millennial or or are you an old daniel like me where do you stand? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm, I'm middle-aged. I'm 56 years old. <laughs> God bless you. <laughs> what do you think about the, uh, the millennials out there? I mean, you know, hey, they're the up, they're the up-and-coming pups here. They're going to be the ones that are going to take trucking forward. Uh, what is your view of the millennial drivers out there? Your thoughts? My, my, my view is the millennials, it's a great thing that we have new blood coming into this so that we can keep this industry rolling. And my bit of advice is dress like a professional. If this is going to be your profession, dress like a professional. I've seen so many of these younger drivers, as well as some of the older ones, they, they get out of the truck and they have a tank top on and they, or they have sweats on and they're walking around with flip-flops. Dress like a professional and look like a professional because it is the public that has the opinion of us 
And no matter where you stop to fuel up, to shower, to do whatever, people are going to look at you, and that's what they, that is the picture that they'll have of the trucking industry and the people who drive the trucks. So if you have a uniform that you wear that, that, that is issued by your company, and even if you don't, at least, you know, Wear your jeans, wear some shoes, wear a full sleeve shirt, you know, not a, not necessarily a long sleeve one, but wear a sleeve shirt or whatever, sure. and look the part, look professional. That's the advice that I have for some of these guys. Okay, outstanding, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for the phone call, and what do you say to that, Kevin? Uh, you know, in your estimation, uh, it is a job that requires a lot of skill and uh, a lot of professionalism. What do you say to that advice? I mean, you know, live the part, right? What are your thoughts on that? Absolutely, I think that, that uh, I think that's great advice for anybody that, um, I mean, I can't speak to, you know, being a driver, you know, and all that stuff, but, uh, you know, around here, um, obviously, we have uniforms and um, things like that, so I think that's great advice. Absolutely. It uh, you know helps with the self-esteem, and, and Tim, like he was mentioning, the image of the industry, right? That's uh, what the public sees, uh, and, and what are your thoughts concerning that, right? Live the part, so to speak. Absolutely, because, you, you know, we the stereotypes happen out there, and, um, you, you know, if you, you have that uh, that uh, person out there that's a part of our industry that's looking the stereotype, it just reinforces that, and I kind of liked what uh, your caller said before, I don't, uh, you know, you can, uh, I don't know, you can put the label on me as a, a millennial, but I, I want to be a, a person, and I think that's, you know, something good to remember, you are each your own individual, but you don't need to be um, the stereotype, so if you want to break out of that stereotypes you got to live uh, live like the professional driver you are and and make that appearance and show the public that we're important to society we're important to them uh, uh, no one can do what they do on any given day or really any given minute of a day without us out there so uh, be proud of that and uh, show people why you're proud of that all right i gotta break one more time hold on guys wayne i'm gonna get to you next out of arizona uh first so let me update traffic and weather this minute at 50 after on sirius xm and now Road Dog Trucking News with Mark Willis. Drivers, hey, just a few minutes left, and I'm going to get ready to wrap up the three under 30 segment. This is a fun segment, ladies and gentlemen. It's great to talk with three individuals that are under the age of 30 about why they are in trucking, talking about the life of a millennial in trucking. What is it like for somebody under 30 to be in trucking? And Tamira Jackson has been my guest on the program along with Jessica Byrne and Kevin Steele. All three are with Crete and also Tim Ashoff on the phone. He is the boss at Crete and Schaefer. And guys, again, thanks for doing this. Let's go to Wayne next up in Arizona. Wayne, welcome, sir. Are you a millennial? What do you do? Uh, yes, sir, I am. I've actually done a couple of different things I started driving at 19 intrastate in the state of communist California. I actually owned my own truck and was the EPA rigs shut me down. So um, I went into driving heavy duty wreckers after that. And I'm actually looking back to going back over the road now. Okay, oh, sex. Okay, so you like the industry. What, what draws you to it? What keeps you in it? Is it maybe the sense of adventure, being your own boss, seeing the country out there? Yes. What keeps you in it? Yeah, that pretty much nailed it. And that fact that you can kind of do your own thing, but you're still helping other people. And I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. And my mechanical skills allowed me to own a truck fairly cheaply. And oh. it just, it was just kind of unsettling at times being the only young guy and getting no input, no help. So that, 
you know, I wanted to put that out there. Not all of us are stuck in our own millennials. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. But man, you're a success, and I think that's great. Uh, so you're going to make this a career, it sounds like, going forward. Oh, absolutely. Looking to buy my own truck again here in the next five years. Yeah, yeah, I'll tell you, well, man, I appreciate you calling. I've got to get ready to wrap it up. And, and guys, let me go around the table real quick here. You know, when you hear uh, from drivers like Wayne, for example, Tamira, these guys are the future. I mean, they have got so many good things going for them. And, uh, man, we really need to, you know, salute the millennials and what they're going to bring to the table going forward, right? Absolutely. I mean, it, it, like they said, they're in a new blood coming in. So I would love for, you know, the, the guys that are on their way out to teach them all that they feel like they need to know and um, help them out along their journeys. Yeah, absolutely. Jessica, your thoughts on that? Uh, man, you know, we got to we got to do what we can to help the uh, up and coming drivers succeed out there. Would you like to see maybe more of the older drivers share uh, their thoughts about how to succeed in the industry? Yeah, and, you know, I think uh, at least some of the older drivers at Crete that I've spoken with, you know, the, a lot of them are really passionate about helping, and a lot of them become trainers for that specific reason because they see the value in a career like this. And I think uh, Wayne, I believe his name was, hit it right on the head when he said that trucking is a great way, you know, you're really helping people when you work in trucking. And I don't know that a lot of people necessarily see it that way, but they should. And I think that's a very attractive career for millennials because that's one thing that millennials really look for is a career that's satisfying to them, that they feel like they're helping. And I think trucking is a great way to think of that. And so, you know, I think some of the older drivers get that. And at least that's what I've seen in my experience is that they do reach out and try to help. Yeah, Kevin, that's at the heart of it, right? Helping other folks out there and everybody succeeds. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, pass down every, all the knowledge that you have, you know, and leave it, you know, I hope to leave it uh, better than what uh, was before you came. All right. Outstanding, guys. The music means I'm out of time. And Tim Ashoff, thank you, sir. Let's get the website out there one more time before we wrap it up. Great. That's uh, CreekCarrierJobs.com, SchaeferJobs.com. And, and thank you, Mark, for getting uh, this theme out there that we can, we can all help each other to make this industry great.